It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. So when I first heard that House Party was being remade, I was a little skeptical. You know, sometimes you just need to leave the classics alone. And thankfully, this wasn't a remake of House Party. What's up, it's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today, of course, we're talking about the 2023 version of House Party. It stars Jacob Lattimore as Kevin, who I assume is the kid in this version, and Tassin Cole as Damon, who I assume is the play in this version. So, like I said, when I first heard this was being remade, I thought it was a joke. I'm like, come on now. We all know that Hollywood's ran out of ideas and they're basically just trying to remake stuff that became a cult following in the past or something, a sequel or something like that. I mean, they really don't have any ideas with uh, movies or TV shows nowadays. And so when this was announced, I was kind of like, eh, maybe want to leave this one alone because there was just a certain spark that the original House Party had. And for a moment, I would say House Party 2 as well. Now, the other House Parties after that were trash, but House Party 1 and House Party 2 kind of stand out as far as uh, historic um, house party movies. So when I heard this was being remade, I thought it was a joke. I'm like, yeah, probably need to leave that alone. Um, just to kind of get a gist of this, they did not remake house party. So if you're one of those people out there who didn't see it because you know, the original is what it is, it's house party in name only. And there are a couple of moments, which I'll get to here in just a moment. So let's just go over the brief storyline here. Uh, Kevin's parents are about to move, so he needs to find a new place and money to keep supporting his daughter. Um, Damon basically is just a lazy hustler and a party promoter who just lost, you know, their latest job because they were hooking up with, well, he was hooking up with his client's cousin. Um, they have a lot of elements, I guess you would say, of House Party to say they didn't remake House Party. So the people he was supposed to have the party for, Damon hooked up with their cousins. They, I guess they were full force uh, stand-ins. I call them the full force blood gang because they were all wearing red. And this takes place in California. So the full force blood gang. And so I don't know why he would mess with somebody's <laughs> um, cousin like that. But, you know, whatever. But this seems like something a play moment would do. You know, play would do something like that. So that's why I just assume that Damon is play. So while working at their latest cleaning job, which happens to be at LeBron's house, they're notified that they're being fired for smoking weed at their previous job. Damon comes up with the party idea um, to throw a party at LeBron's house after finding out he's going to be fired anyway and he notices on LeBron's calendar that LeBron's going to be out of town for two weeks so he figured why the hell not let's go ahead and throw a party he finds LeBron's contacts and 
basically sets up a party in LeBron's house. Uh, predictably, the party gets out of hand and LeBron returns early, which is all things that you can see coming from a mile away. And after playing DeMond for a one-on-one chance to stay out of jail, DeMond loses against LeBron, obviously, takes the rap and goes to jail. So he spares Kevin uh, from getting in prison. He just takes the rap and just goes to jail for him. Um, and they had butted heads earlier in the movie. So that was, I guess, a significant moment of him basically taking responsibility. So there's that. And Devon leaves the money he made for the house party for Kevin's daughter and Kevin and Venus, who is his love interest throughout the film, move in together. So everything's kind of sewed up. Um, Devon gets out of jail and he's met by Maya, who he met earlier at the party, who is his love interest or not really a love interest, but a celebrity that he was fascinated with throughout the film and he gets to meet her. And so I guess everybody, it's a win-win, you know, there's a lot of other things that go on in this movie, but essentially that's the gist of it. It's just, it's not a good movie. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. This was a terrible, terrible terrible movie it wasn't funny at all you know they had a couple things in there well i guess let me start off and talk about the few things that i did like about this movie now the one thing i did like about it is they tried something different with the franchise instead of copying it and i know i just said i couldn't stand this movie but the fact that they actually tried something different they didn't just try to make a carbon copy of the old movie they actually put in some thoughts into different jokes and themes that they wanted to add to the movie, but the problem is, well, you know what? I'm going to save that for the dislike portion, but I, I did actually admire them for not just copying the original film and actually trying to do something different, so they get kudos for that, I guess. Uh, the Venus character played by Karen, and I'm probably going to butcher her last name, but Karen uh, Obilum? A Obilum? Something like that? <laughs> um, she was great in the movie, okay? She was probably the only good person in the movie um acting wise and it was nice to see a chocolate beauty in the film i know there's a lot of things about um the different colorisms in hollywood and to see a dark-skinned woman as the love interest and actually be the best part of a film a terrible film but a still a film you know we're starting to see the chocolate ladies starting to get their due in hollywood and i like that i mean you have your girl on the uh Bel Air series. I can't think of her name right now, but you got the one who plays Hillary. You know, so dark skinned girls are coming. They're coming, you know, and they're getting their shot in Hollywood. And she just happens to be the best thing in this film. And like I said, it's not saying much because the rest of the film is trash. I mean, oh, goodness gracious. I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. But at least she did a good job in the film. In Kid Cuddy scenes, now, that was the only thing funny in the movie, and his whole Illuminati scene, the whole Illuminati thing that they had to go through, it was unnecessary, to be honest with you. I mean, I understand they tried to build a storyline around that. So what happened is LeBron's uh, Cleveland uh, NBA Finals ring was stolen by the Full Force Blood Gang, and so they're trying to, Damon and Kevin are trying to find 
the, you know, a way to replace it before LeBron gets back, obviously. I mean, the party is still out of hand at this point, so I don't even know why this was a big thing. But I guess, you know, just so they can, they figured they were going to get away with it, so they need to get the ring back to replace it and clean up the uh, house after the party was over. And so, <laughs> Kid Cudi, who just, I don't know, I don't know much about Kid Cudi. Like, if you played something that he did, in music or something, I probably wouldn't even recognize it, but he was just the funniest part of the film, and he happened to be connected with the Illuminati, and the Illuminati has a copy of every championship ring in the history of sports, I guess, and so he was trying to sneak both uh, Damon and Kevin into the Illuminati headquarters to steal the ring. And it just, it went off. That whole scene, it was just funny. Kid Cuddy's actually fighting uh, for their honor and ends up dying and then gets reincarnated at the end. I mean, they're really trying to show, I guess, what the Illuminati is all about, or at least, you know, in uh, comical terms anyway. And it was just funny. You know, everything about Kid Cuddy's scenes, even when they met him at the party, how he was following Demond, it was just hilarious. I think he was... The only part in the movie, anything that he was in was the only time I really just laughed out loud for real because the rest of this movie, the jokes fell flat a lot of times. Um, And then one last thing that I did like was Maya. Now, of course, I am a Maya fan. I love Maya. I believe she is just the greatest human being on earth. Like I've actually met her or something like that. But, (laughs) you know, she was in the movie briefly, but for some reason, for the five minutes that she was in there, she was still carrying the movie. And that is sad. So it really doesn't say much about her. It just shows how much the rest of this movie was terrible. Um, but yeah, Maya's brief scenes, I liked her in the movie. Obviously she's not married in this universe apparently, but you know, it was still nice to see her in the film, making her small cameo appearance. Okay. So that sums up what I liked. And as you can see, it's not really that much. So let's talk about the things that I didn't like about this movie. Now, while this movie may didn't copy house party line for line, It tried to mimic multiple movies. Like, you could tell there was a Friday influence, um, a belly influence. um, Obviously, House Party influences themselves. And the problem with that is you're taking a lot of these movies that were really favorites or hood favorites in the past and trying to mesh it all into one big sloppy um, movie. And, of course, even uh, mimics love and basketball at the end somewhat. Uh, with LeBron playing Demond, so it it was just you know it was just horrible, and in the moments that it tried to mimic, it just really didn't understand why we liked those movies in the first place. Yes, Friday was about smoking weed and all that, but there was actually a storyline behind all of that. You know, House Party. Yes, it was about the house party, but there was actually a storyline in that, and so. You can't just copy these iconic movies and mesh them together and try to put all the best elements into one movie. It's going to come out as an utter mess, which is what this actually did. Um, and of course, when we're talking about the house party, they had a couple of scenes and the, the main scene that you've seen on the trailer, if you've actually seen the trailer of this garbage, was the dance off scene. Now, the scene was supposed to bring back a nostalgia 
feeling, but it was weak and it seemed forced. I mean, you know, I guess I guess the thing about the original is you knew Kid and Play prior to the movie. And so you know they were known for dancing. So when they started doing their dance-off battle, it was good. You know, with Sydney and Shireen, it was actually... You know, it was good. It was one of the highlights of the movies is what House Party is actually famous for, the kid and play dance. Now, these two guys, I mean, you know, Jacob and Tossin, I mean, I know Jacob Lattimore does music and all that. I don't know what the other guy does, but, you know, you don't know about their dance moves or anything like that. It just seems to come out of nowhere. They're like, oh, yeah, we need to fit this dance scene somewhere in the movie. I mean, there's a lot going on. And for them to actually take the time and actually do this dance scene. And I guess they were trying to pay homage to the original film, but it just fell flat. It was just weak. It was uh, forced. And, you know, when they started to do the kid and play dance, they even said, let's go old school. I mean, it was just dumb. It just really didn't make sense to me. Um, so in a movie with Karen, who was, like I said, the highlight of the acting as far as I'm concerned. So with Karen playing the so-called Sydney role, was Mika supposed to be playing Shireen? I mean, she was there, but she wasn't there. Like, so Shireen was the love interest for play or the try to be love interest for play in the first film. And kid had Sydney Well, they, you know, they were trying to figure out who they were going to get with throughout the entire film. So. They had that element here with Karen hooking up with Kevin, which was, like I said, that was cool because I like Karen in the film. And she was one of the ones who actually had the most common sense out of all of them, even though I didn't understand why she joined in on the party later. But, you know, regardless, what was Mika's purpose? You know, she was just the sexy friend that I thought was going to be hooking up with Damon, but she really didn't do anything. She ended up hooking up with the white neighbor later in the film because he had money but you know i i just thought she was just she was just there what was her purpose in the film there was really no reason for her to be there if she wasn't going to play the love interest or at least the tease for demand's character so he tried to hook up with her for a moment and that that fell flat and then she just kind of disappeared in the background um the full force bloods as i call them were terrible and unnecessary I mean, they were trying to recreate the three bullies that kid had to deal with in high school. And I will give the film credit for that. They didn't put these, you know, characters in high school. They actually put them out in the real world. So, again, they weren't trying to remake the original House Party, but they used a lot of elements. And the Full Force Blood Gang was terrible. And no, they didn't call them that in the film. I'm just calling them that, just FYI. Uh, one of the characters who plays Man Boy on Snowfall, his constant over-aggressive threats weren't funny at all, and they kept the joke going on and on. And you know how I am with jokes that continue to go on and on that aren't funny. He wasn't funny. You know, Man Boy in Snowfall was a serious dude, and they tried to make him uh, a comedic person in this, and he just kept trying to threaten people with these just over-the-top torture thoughts and it was just dumb and they just kept going on and on with it throughout the film um a lot of the jokes weren't funny in this one so it wasn't just him but that one really just irked my nerves every time he started talking i'm just like bruh shut up okay it's not funny it wasn't funny the first time why the hell do you keep trying to make it funny it was stupid 
Kevin being the smart one, so he's supposed to be the kid in this tale, there is no way that he thought having this party was a good idea. And he was hesitant at the beginning, and I understand people can say that maybe he was desperate for the money, and I get that. But even he should have known, him and Venus, uh, to be honest with you, um, they should have known that this was not going to work, okay? Um Venus, and I'm sorry, I called her uh, Karen before, but yeah, her real name is Karen, but she played Venus. Venus was, you know, when she heard about the idea, she was like, I'm done, I'm not doing this. And then all of a sudden, she just kind of went along with it. So Venus was working at the same cleaning company. She's the one that told Kevin and Demond that they were going to get fired because uh, the bosses were actually watching them being high at another job that they were on, and she was getting promoted. And so she actually has a lot to lose in this. Why would she even be there? Because you knew it was going to go sour. She knew it was a bad idea. Kevin knew it was a bad idea. And there was no way that Damon would have talked them into this. And like I said, desperation aside, this was stupid. You know, now you're talking about actually going to jail for something like this. Now, Damon took the rap at the end, but it still didn't matter. I mean, if LeBron reported this, and the company did an investigation. They would find out that Venus was a part of it. And she would get fired too. She had literally just got a promotion. So she would have been fired too. But again, everything worked out at the end. So whatever. But I just thought that was against their character traits to actually go along with this stupid party idea. Um, and then especially when he started inviting LeBron's friends. It didn't make sense to me how he didn't think that LeBron would ever, never find out about this. He started to invite LeBron's contacts, which is all of his celebrity friends. And speaking of which, this movie just seemed like it was just LeBron and his celebrity friends getting together to make a film. Okay. Um, they just went in there and ha to hang out like Anthony Davis, uh, Lil Wayne, Odell Beckham Jr., to name a few all just had one line in the movie. They came there, they had one line in the movie, and that was it. It was like they were just throwing a party for his friends. And for them to think that they would get away with all these people who supposedly know LeBron in this universe. And they would never mention, oh, by the way, the party at your house, you know, last week was the bomb. LeBron would be like, what party? Even if they were able to get away with it, clean up the house, and get everything back to the way it's supposed to be. There was no way they would have got away with this, but this movie was just LeBron and his crew just say, hey, why don't we all get together and just do this movie? That's literally how this felt. Like it was just put together like that. The storyline didn't make much sense. It was stupid, but hey, we got to see LeBron hanging out with his friends. So there you go. And the one people who didn't have lines in this movie was Kid and Play. They were in the Illuminati scene. They were actually with the Illuminati. And they were standing there, and unless I missed something, they did not utter a single word throughout the entire film. So if this is a house party movie, why in the hell don't they have a line? I mean, I understand you want to show them in there. Hell, you could have had them do the dance too or something. What was the purpose of bringing Kid and Play on the set for this just to stand there and say nothing? Just dumb. It was just terrible. I don't know who made the decisions for this. And then um, one last thing, and this is just a personal jab for me. When LeBron returned from the retreat and he walks into his house to see everything that's going on and DeMond had said something like, 
hey, I thought you were gone for the next two weeks. And LeBron said something like, I only need one week because I'm the GOAT. This is why Michael Jordan is better. Okay, to quote um, Game of Thrones, the person who has to constantly say that they are the king aren't really the king. And for him, it just always has to pop out. And I know he may have just been joking, you know, but it's still the whole point of just you have to mention that you're the GOAT every time. That means you're not really the GOAT. That's just something you're trying to convince yourself with. And this is why MJ's better. I never see MJ just walk out and say, I'm the GOAT, because MJ knows he's the GOAT. He doesn't have to say it. He has, like, millions of people who've watched him play say it. And LeBron, he has these young um, Trump-type people who just will argue down about him being the greatest of all time. And for some reason, he just needs to remind everybody at every given moment that he's the GOAT. And I can go on this subject for hours, but I'm not going to. But yes, LeBron, you are not the GOAT. Sorry, can't say it, but it was a stupid attempt at a joke. And he may be doing it for fun, but he should have basically taken that time to tighten up this script or whoever he had write it because this was a terrible movie. So overall, if you haven't picked up yet, I hated this movie. This movie sucks. It didn't make sense. The characters outside of Venus, Maya, and Kid Cuddy sucked. And that included the main roles. I mean, this movie was just terrible. There is no way this movie should have been made. It should have even been called House Party. They could have called it something else and it still would have sucked. But at least it wouldn't have been like part of the house party filmography now i'm sure they're not putting it with the filmography if you know what i mean but this movie was terrible and to see a lot of people because i've watched jacob Lattimore in the shy he's actually pretty good when he wants to be um i've seen him in a couple of other things too so why he signed up for this is beyond me you know i hope to see more of uh the Venus character or Karen, the original actress in more things because she was actually pretty good in this. I don't assume I'll see kid Cuddy in anything else, but if he does decide to do a movie just based off of this character, I would watch that because it's funny as hell. He was, like I said, the only part in the movie where I actually laugh. And then, of course, Maya is a goddess. She can do no wrong. She could have oinked like a pig the whole movie, and I still would have gave her a positive review because she is Maya. She does no wrong. She walks on water. She's a goddess. Greatest woman on the face of this earth. So, outside of that, though, movie, terrible. Do not watch this movie if you haven't watched it don't watch it if you have watched it i'm sure you agree with me leave your thoughts in the comments below as always and if you want to check out any of my creative work which i promise you is better than this trash hit me up at www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakid.com it's your boy enigma signing off because i'm the goat deuces